welcome to the Field Log Podcast, weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Sicario. Field Log Day 51 Do Things Differently A couple of days ago, a friend of mine sent me a reel on Instagram. It was a 20-25 second video clip of Tim Ferriss comparing the keto diet to the slow-carb diet. And for those of you who haven't heard of the slow-carb diet, it's something that Tim Ferriss came up with that is a very particular rule set that's meant to help people lose weight, and sometimes a very large amount of weight. Right? And it has certain rules, like not eating, I think it's white carbs is what he calls them, or white sugars, it's anything that's processed, like processed carbohydrates, avoiding those, and then it contains other disparate rules like eating the same meals frequently, right, so that you get into a rhythm and not drinking your calories. And there are small tweaks you can make that add up to help you lose weight. And when I saw the clip and he introduces it, and he says, what's the difference between keto and slow carb? I thought he was going to explain the keto diet and then explain the slow carb diet, but what it really turned into was Tim Ferriss explaining why the slow-carb diet is better than keto. And the argument he used was very practical and very powerful. The argument he used was that slow-carb has a very high adherence rate. Right? He was basically saying that 80% of people who try the slow-carb diet get the results that they want. And if you remember from the keto episode, there are a number of things that you have to do to be able to enter ketosis. And there are certain foods that you have to avoid so that you don't get kicked out of ketosis. So you could see where he was going with the idea, right? He was saying that keto is hard to stick to for some people, right? It's You can't eat virtually any amount of carbs over maybe 5 or 10 grams in a meal because it'll kick you out of ketosis. You can't get more than 20, 30, 40 grams of carbs in a day based on how you're counting. And at first, that might seem like a very good argument, is that slow carb is going to work, and keto may or may not work because I might not stick to it. And I sure hope that that is not how you treat other issues in your life. You see, the thing we're going to talk about today is doing things differently. Right? When you think about the argument of comparing keto to slow carb and saying slow carb is better because it has a higher adherence rate, what you're basically saying is I want to preempt my lack of commitment, I want to preempt my lack of discipline, and I want to go with the option that's going to be easy. Because I can tell you straight up right now that going keto is going to have far more powerful health benefits because not everything is about body composition. Keto will help you lose weight, but that's one of the very many health benefits, right? We're talking mood, we're talking sleep, we're talking longevity, we're talking performance in the gym, right? There is an anabolic component. And it might be harder. But if you're listening to this podcast, if you're on day 51 of the Feel Log podcast, and you're worried that something might be hard, then I'm not quite sure what else I could say. See, there's this mentality that exists in the world where people want to appeal to the mean, appeal to the average. They want to take the easy way out. 
And if you are actually trying to be exceptional, if you're actually trying to be a leader, think about the ratio in any group, in any community, leader to followers. It's many to one. It's always many to one. Why are we talking about hierarchies here? I've, I've made a, an episode before on kissing the ring. I've talked about that we are all in some way accountable to some authority. So there's always in some scope, there's always one person in authority and many people under it. So if you want to be a leader in your family, let's say you have a wife and a few children, that's going to be what? Three to one, four to one, five to one. You cannot do things because they're easier. You cannot do things that everyone else is doing because if everyone were a leader, no one's a leader. Then leadership wouldn't exist. So let's take a step back here for a second and think about this. If you want to achieve results that people don't generally get, there is absolutely no way you can do that if you're doing what everyone else is doing. Right? You hear this said all the time. If you want the things that no one else has, you have to do the things that no one else does. So this idea of taking an approach that works you know, reasonably well for most people in favor of an approach that works incredibly well if you can stick to it is insanity. That is crazy. Because that's going to leave you average. And you know, there's nothing inherently wrong with being average, but if you're Considering yourself to be someone who follows the Warrior King ethos, if you're listening to the Feel Log podcast every morning as you're getting ready, as you are right now, I'm assuming, if you're doing that, then I'm guessing that average isn't what you're after, right? You don't change the world with average. You don't impact people's lives in big ways with average. This is not to degrade impacting people's lives in small ways or those who are average. We are all called to different things. But if, for example, you were in the military and you became a Navy SEAL, right? And there's, you're in a room with, I don't know, eight or nine other guys and you're about to go through SEAL training. Do you think that the SEAL instructor is going to walk into that room and he's going to say, hey guys, so we just checked our numbers and we saw that 75% of guys don't make it through SEAL training. So we've adjusted SEAL training to make it so that 80% of you will succeed and then we can have something that works relatively well for most of you rather than something that works incredibly well for some of you. That's crazy, right? That's not, that's not the result that we're after. Whenever you pick an approach, you pick it based on the result you're trying to achieve, right? If I'm trying to be 250 pounds, 7% body fat, then being a natural athlete doesn't work for me. Right. If, if that's a, a place you find yourself in, then you can't do what everyone else is doing. You'd have to get on gear. Or if you're trying to make a million dollars a year because you want to make sure that your family is set for life and you want to have a very powerful positive influence in your community and at your church and you want to make sure that you're living out the purpose God gave you, if that is your purpose, if you believe that, that is your purpose through reflection and prayer and those sorts of things, you can't work nine to five and call it a day right? You have to work smarter and harder. They're not in opposition. So there are going to be two types of people who would consider a question like, which diet should I adhere to? There's going to be the person who says, I'm 350 pounds right now. I have 
obviously no self-control. I'm always overeating. I've been doing this for decades. My behaviors and my hormones are all kinds of messed up. Is there something that I can do that's going to virtually guarantee me success in just losing this weight? I just want to lose the weight. For that person, the goal is I just want to be average. I want to be at a healthy, normal body weight. But for that person, if you've set out your goal to I just want to be lean, that's it. Yeah, take the easier approach, obviously, because that approach is going to work better for your goal. But here, in the Warrior King world, we do things differently because the goal that we're after is different. It is different. Not everybody wants this and not everybody should want this, right? The body of Christ has different body parts. You might be a hand, you might be a foot, you might be an elbow, you know, whatever. The point is, your function is different. If you're someone who's drawn to this content, if you're someone who has the hunger, if you're someone who wants to develop himself to his fullest potential in his relationship with God and and his body and his money and his mind and his craft and his relationships, and you want to master those areas of your life, you can take the average road. The average person isn't incredibly well-read in like six, seven, eight different topics. Maybe that's something you need to be for your purpose. The average person doesn't bench 300 pounds, 400 pounds, 500 pounds, deadlift, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight hundred pounds. So don't train like the average person. The average person doesn't have 30, 40, 50 pounds of lean muscle on top of his natural frame. So if you want different results, you have to do things differently. So the first takeaway for you here is that I don't want you to fall for the sweet, sweet lie of somebody slightly misframing your goal, right? I might say, I want the diet that is going to be most effective. I want to squeeze every ounce of health and performance and longevity out of my body. I want to take care of this body. I want it to serve me well. And then someone comes to you and says, slow carb is better than keto because it has a higher adherence rate. And you might say, that's a pretty good argument. Even I said that in the beginning. It is a pretty good argument. Except we're not worried about adherence rates. A warrior king never says, I can't. He always says, how can I? So if you're having trouble sticking to keto, don't change the goalpost. Change your approach. How can I stick to this to reap all the benefits? Right, Lent has just begun. We're in week one of Lent right now as I'm recording this. And I asked my priest after pre-sanctified liturgy on Wednesday, I asked him, by the way, Father, is it preferable to do a dry fast on the day of a pre-sanctified liturgy? A dry fast is just no food and no water. And he says, it would be, you know, if you can do it safely. And I said, I have experience with dry fasting. I can go 24 hours without food or water. And my lips won't get dry. I won't be dehydrated. Like I'm looking for the markers of dehydration. My body can do it. My body has adapted to that. So I told him, I can do this. So he said, good, do it. So someone who is having a difficult time sticking to a certain fasting protocol might see if he can do less, right? You might look for dispensation. You might go to your priest and say, I get these headaches. Why not only for a while? And 
or don't drink water for a while, get really dehydrated, and then he might give you a dispensation, and that's fine, right? You should take care of your health. But when you do something like keto, you get the ability to just not have food. You have that ability. I can, at the drop of a dime, not eat for three days. Just like that, right? If I was traveling, and I'm trying to make time, and I'm like, oh man, I need, to, I need to stop for a meal so I can you know, eat food, I'm starving. I don't feel that way. You might feel that way, sometimes I don't. Because I've trained my body. Keto is the optimal tool in your toolkit to have your body serve you and not you serve your body. So I would never, ever consider slow carb. It is a fine diet for people who want to be normal. I don't want to be normal. I want to be exceptional. I want to be the most effective man I can be. You have to be the most effective man you can be if you're called to it, right? It takes discernment to know that. But I I wouldn't be able to do that extra step. I wouldn't be able to take on that extra asceticism where the people in my parish who eat a regular diet, and that's fine for them, they might go without food and water after lunch, say, right? And that's hard enough for them. Well, I can take the extra step because it's easy for me. So I'm like, I'll go without food and water from the moment I wake up. So there are men in this world right now who are thinking smaller than they should. Right? You have a scope where you're thinking, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to lean out. Slow carb works for most people. I'm going to do that. Right? Or maybe they try keto and they can't stick to it. So they decide to try something easier, something else. Or it could be another category, right? We've been focusing on food because that's the example I use. But someone might say, maybe the kind of woman I want to marry is very intelligent and very smart and and beautiful and she's Christian and all of these qualities that you're looking for that think will make a good wife to you, will make a good mother to your children, whatever. And you realize that you don't have what it takes to meet and woo that kind of woman. So you're saying, okay, maybe I need to lower my standards. Maybe I'm being unrealistic. No, no, be unrealistic. Rise to the occasion. Whatever standard you have, rise to it. I personally, I don't set my goals based on what's realistic. And we made a whole episode about this. Don't be realistic, right? You set your goals where you think they need to be. I don't set my goals based on what I think I can do. I set my goals based on what I have to do. And you have to set your goals based on what you have to do. There are too many, too many people doing the same stuff as everyone else, thinking the same way as everybody else, following the pack. Pack mentality is so strong in humans. There is an experiment that's in Atomic Habits where they take people, put them into a room, and they show them line segments, right? Two lines next to each other, either the same length or different lengths. It is a stupidly simple puzzle, right? Like a crow could solve it. A two-year-old could solve it. And they say, are these lines the same length or different lengths? Everyone's like, same, same, different, same, right? Hundreds across the board. You cannot fail this test. But it turns out that there's only one participant in the room and everyone else is in on the study. And then, at the last question, 
just as easy as all the other questions, everyone else in the room was told to give the wrong answer. So you have two lines next to each other. They are the same length. And everyone in the room says, oh yeah, those are different. And then the one person in there who's not in on it starts laughing nervously, starts sweating, starts fidgeting. And the majority of people in that situation chose to lie. Oh yeah, the average person chose to go with the pack when he knew the pack was wrong. He could see it with his own eyes. But the power of the pack was so strong that he went with it anyway. And the power gets stronger the more people there are. If it's only two, if it's you and one other plant, right? A person that was planted, not a plant as in a, a house plant. It made no difference. People are like, oh, that guy must be an idiot. They're the same length. Two people, not much of a difference. Start to get to three, starts to get a little stronger. Four, five, six, seven other people in the room telling you those lines are different lengths. Boy, you will feel the pressure. That is why people do things that everyone else does, right? We want to fit in as humans. Don't fit in. A king doesn't fit in. A king stands out. If you feel that you've been called to make the great sacrifice, to devote your life, to labor, for the benefit of the people around you, you have to do things differently. You have to identify the best way to train, right? When I explain my training principles to people, thankfully most of the time at this point when I'm explaining the training principles, I'm explaining them to people who want to learn, right? They see the results, they see my results, they see the results of my trainees, and they say, I want this, can you explain this to me? And I'll say, sure, I'll explain it to you. But when I used to explain it to people who maybe were just talking about training or nutrition or those kinds of things, I used to have to preempt and say, listen, a lot of what I'm about to tell you is going to sound insane to you. It's not going to make sense. It's going to go against everything you know. Right? If you read the Warrior King training protocol, I, I preface the whole document by saying, a lot of this material is going to challenge your beliefs. You're not going to like it. But it's the right answer. It works better than anything else. Right? Show me another training routine that takes two and a half hours a week that will get you to reach your genetic potential. I haven't seen it. If it's out there. This is what doing things differently gets you. Right? While everyone else is out there playing video games and hanging out with his friends, doing nothing for three, four hours every day or, or watching TV or you know, following the culture and rejecting God. And there are so many things that people are doing because everyone else is doing them. You can't be that man. If you want to be a Navy SEAL, you have to go through SEAL training. If you want to be the best of the best, if you want to be world class, whatever it is you're pursuing, right? Whatever it is that you're building, which of course, as a warrior king, the overarching thing you're building is yourself as a man to fulfill God's purpose for you. But that might look different for people, right? For me, I have all kinds of interests. I make all kinds of things, right? Even the Warrior King brand itself has like three or four different things. We got the, the training, we have the 2023 goal setting guide, we have the, the Feel Lock podcast, and I'm going to write more guides as, you know, the time presents itself and the information. I feel like this is something that I really need to put together. There's all kinds of different things there. 
right? We're not even just talking about mindset here. We cover every topic imaginable, right? I even dabble in explaining my interpretations of scripture. And whenever I do, always saying that I'm not, you know, a professional, I'm not a priest or anything. But the point is, they're having different interests, trying to work on different things, all in the pursuit of your masculine purpose, right? And people will not understand. We have an episode on that too. They will never understand. Why do you go keto? Why do you take cold showers in the morning? Why do you fast for 24, 36, 48, 72 hours? Right? I have a buddy who once went five days without eating food. What a man. What an animal that he was able to do that Monday through Friday. He went the entire week. In that time, people ate 15 meals. He ate none. Right? To, to care about how you're dressed in a world where people go outside in sweatpants and a dirty tank top. We do things differently. Right? The standards are higher. I'm sorry. Right? A lot of people get into Warrior King type material and then maybe they meet me or they come across the Instagram or they come across the Fearlog podcast and I can imagine that they're thinking, oh, this is going to make my life better. It will. But if you, by better you meant more enjoyable, many times it won't. Right? It is more work. It sucks. Right? Weight training sucks. The weight never gets lighter. gets heavier. This is hard work. We don't think the same way other people think because we're trying to build something great. You know, you slave away day and night, training yourself, educating yourself, disciplining yourself, humbling yourself, right? This episode is not an excuse to start thinking you're better than people. This is not about better. This is about different. If you're called to a different thing, you train differently. Right? There are people who want to lose weight to be healthy. That's great. Do something like slow carb. Do something that has a high adherence rate. And then there are people who want to squeeze every ounce of performance out of this God-given body. Who want this body to serve them. Slow carb's not the way. So think on that. If there's something that you're doing, because everyone else is doing it, if you think you're going to get exceptional results from doing what everyone else is doing, Think again. That's not going to happen. If you want to be the man God wants you to be, if you want to be a leader, if you want to be an asset, you have to do things differently. So do them differently today. Look at the things you're doing. Take stock of your activities. What are you doing that's not serving you? Right? One of my favorite examples of this and is a very specific example, but many people I know just have the same bank that their parents had. Right? They just bank with whoever their parents set them up with. That's not the best bank for you, I promise you. Right? There are banks out there with better interest rates, with lower overdraft fees, with better ATM coverage. Find the best bank you can. Just invest the time. Do things like that. Look at the small details. Right? Maybe you're eating the same breakfast you've been eating since you were 12 years old. It's a bowl of Captain Crunch in the morning with some milk. Is that the best breakfast for you? Or do you need to get into something like Bulletproof Coffee? For example, I'm a fan of Bulletproof Coffee. Or maybe keto pancakes like almond flour pancakes, free-range eggs. Whatever it is, take stock today. Look at what you're doing. There are some things that you need to do like everyone else is doing them because it is the right thing to do. 
right? Like driving on the right side of the road. Don't do that differently. But make that determination independently today. And if you do that, if you're willing to do things differently, if you're willing to look weird and be talked about, whatever it takes, if you're willing to do that for long enough and chart your own path and to follow the wisdom that has been long forgotten, you too will be a great man. That's it for this week's Field Log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for field log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course, the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day.